Listening to WEGB Napig on 90.7 FM and WEGQ Quag on 91.7 FM. WEGB is also broadcast on W227AN, Southampton, 93.3 FM. is all that I can give to you. Love is more than just a game for two. Two in love can make it. Take my heart and please don't break it. Love was made for me and you. Welcome to Love Savers Radio, ministering the blessings of covenant. This is Walter and Sandy Fox from Love Savers Ministry, called by God to minister the blessings of the marriage covenant by enriching, encouraging, strengthening, and praying for the healing of marriages, especially marriages in crisis. Our program is sponsored by Living Water Church, located at 69 Industrial Road in Wainscott, under the leadership of Pastor Joe Kelly and his lovely wife, Margaret Kelly. Sunday services are at 10 a.m., with a pre-service prayer time that begins at 9.30 a.m. Pastor Joe invites you to come and be refreshed. For more information, please call 631-537-2120. That's 631-537-2120. Our special guest today is Dr. Greg Smalley. Dr. Greg serves as the Vice President of Family Ministries that focus on the family. He's the son of Dr. Gary Smalley, a family counselor, president, and founder of the Smalley Relationship Center. His father authored 40 books on marriage. And Greg Smalley regularly attended his father's conferences and absorbed the importance of marriage. Greg right now co-hosts Everyday Relationships, a nationally syndicated live call-in show. And he's also authored 12 books. Greg has been married since 1992 and his wife, and he live in Colorado with their four children. Dr. Greg Smalley maintains that fighting is actually good for a marriage. He says that when couples fight, they have the opportunity to get to the real issues lurking below the surface about things like money, sex, in-laws, kids, and on and on. Dr. Greg believes that fear is a big issue. Fear of rejection, inadequacy, powerlessness are the root of a lot of conflict. Today, Sandy is going to talk to Dr. Smalley about his new book, Fight Your Way to a Better Marriage, How Healthy Conflict Can Take You from Deeper Levels of Intimacy. And so let's listen to this interview. Sandy's going to interview him right now. The book is published by Simon & Schuster. Hi, Dr. Greg. Hey, how are you? Okay. Well, it's nice to be with you at last. Well, and sorry we're... if I if I've made that challenging. That's <laughs> all right. Anyway, um, I have a little something to tell you, which is my nickname is Sandy. My real name is guess what? It is, is... Norma. No, I was just—I was going to guess Norma. <laughs> Were you? Yeah, <laughs> Norma Francis is. What's your mother's middle name? Uh, her name. Let's see, Norma Jean. 
<laughs> well, I have had friends call me that, but it was <laughs> years and years ago. <laughs> anyway, um, I love today, it. Today, we're going to discuss your book, Fight Your Way to a Better Marriage. And yes. many times we try to avoid conflict in relationships. In fact, I was at the um, bank the other day and the manager was talking to me and she said, you know, my husband and I never have a fight. And I thought, oh, really? Is that true? Because I was just reading, you know, conflict might be a good thing, and if you handle it right, it can bring you closer together. And she said, well, sometimes we do have one about money, when she thought, <laughs> right? So we really all have conflict in our relationships, and it's how we handle that conflict that can either draw us away from each other or bring us closer, right? Amen. So what are some of the benefits conflict provides? Um, you know, for, for me, as I think about conflict, um, it, it really is the, the doorway to intimacy. Uh -huh. and, and, and that goes against what, what so many people think. And we, you know, we're used to sweeping it under the rug. We're used to, you know, to not dealing with it at all. You know, I was a, early on in my marriage, I was a total conflict avoider. Uh -huh. And so... What, what I've what I've seen now is is that what 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 conflict does when when my wife and I face it and, and by the way I don't want to mislead anybody right I don't like conflict I'm not well, I'm telling glad anybody you said that because I got really concerned about myself because I'm the same way. And I thought, oh, my goodness, there have been things here I should have been talking about and negotiating <laughs> rather than just stuffing them, you know, or yeah. being nice, you know, a sweet, nice person that exactly. doesn't argue. Okay, yep. please continue. Thank you. Yeah, so, I, so I'm not telling you, hey, go out and pick fights and, and this will be the best thing for marriage. As you said, Cindy, that... that uh, the, it's inevitable. It's going to happen. And what I've seen in my own marriage is that when, when we choose to kind of walk through this, when we've learned how to handle this, what happens, the, the, the real payoff. And so if, if conflict is this rainbow, um, at the end, the, the, the pot of gold is that one, I learn all kinds of new things about myself. I might, I might be faced with, with a new emotion that I didn't know I had. I'm a, a button. You know that gets pushed that that I didn't realize was was sensitive. Um, so there, there's there's great information that I get to learn about myself. There's amazing things that I get to learn about my wife, um, and and that's one of my most favorite things. I, I get to learn about emotions that she has, feelings, needs, wants, desires, issues, um, and 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 that's a great thing just to learn, keep learning more about about my wife. And then I think another whole area of, of benefit is what it can do, what I get to learn about my relationship. So within my marriage, you know, I might learn that, that you know, there, there's a, there's, there's an issue that's been going on that's, that's causing us problems. Right. And now we get to deal with that. Maybe it's an ineffective pattern. Maybe it's a, right. you know, whatever. And, and so I get to learn about me, about her and about our marriage. And I'm telling you that is why conflict, if we handle it right, is a great thing for our marriage because unlike, I, I can't think of anything else that can provide that kind of insight and awareness and opportunity um, within our to just 
to grow our marriage in right. conflict. That's what conflict does. Could you define breaking old ineffective patterns, which you just mentioned, the ineffective patterns? Can you um, expound a yeah, ab- bit? Yeah, ab- absolutely. Um, so let's say that, uh, let's say uh, I got into a pattern um, within my marriage that, you know, I'd, I'd, come, I'd come home from work, I'd be exhausted and worn out, and I'm an introvert, believe it or not. Um, as a guy, I probably only have a few, you know, words anyways that I'm going to use throughout the day. What was happening is that I'd come home worn out, yeah. and I just wanted to, I just wanted to go into the cave and, right. and, and watch TV and just kind of zone out, and, and, you know, I just, I was exhausted. Well, I was doing that, doing that, doing that. And all of a sudden, there was an opportunity, a, a conflict erupted. You know, Aaron's like, ah, I hate this. You come home from, you check out, and you disappear, and you go into the cave. And yeah. so now, you know, well, hey, I've been working all day, and, you know, and, and, and I'm tired and worn out, and, you know, I'm not like you. I just need a break. You know, so we're going back and forth, back and forth. So as, as we face that issue... You know, and, and oftentimes we don't handle this stuff right in the beginning. But right. Aaron and I, 21 years of marriage, we now know, okay, if we're going to really uh, do this differently, we, we know how to do that. So at the end, what, what the, the, the benefit of going through that conflict is that, that I realized that the, the pattern of me just disappearing and shutting down right. at the end of a workday was not going to be good for my marriage or my kids, my family. Right. And, 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 and again, I, it, it doesn't, you know, the good news is then Aaron and I were able to work out, you know, a win-win solution, uh-huh. but, 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 but you see embedded within that conflict, what was the opportunity to learn that there was a pattern that probably right. wasn't going to keep us together. Or, right. or and you probably didn't even realize it was such a pattern. Right? No, right. not at all. You didn't even realize you, know, you were doing it or it was upsetting anyone or exactly. until it was brought to your awareness. Yeah. Yeah, in spite of popular belief as a man, I don't lie awake in bed at night thinking of ways to mess up my marriage. Right. <laughs> you know, these things just come naturally, accidentally, inadvertently. You know, I mean, that that was an issue that I really needed to address. But, you know, for me, it was, I'm just tired and, and, you know, I'm providing for my family. So, you know, cut me a break here. Right. And and the good news was, is that, that, that ultimately on the other side of that conflict, Aaron and I were able to say, well, Hey, you know, I hear that you need a little bit of, of alone time to kind of regenerate. And then, and then, and then we can connect. And so kind of the way that we've set things up is that, you know, when I come home and, and you know, I see the kids and I give her a kiss and 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 I, I kind of will just, you know, just kind of sit down and just relax and kind of unwind. And then, you know, I'm able to, to re-engage with my family. So it's, right. it's worked out. Good. Conflict allows you to guard against being too comfortable or too complacent, right? Like you were talking about, which actually breeds media, mediocrity and boredom sometimes, right? What are some dangers we need to guard against? In terms of dealing with conflict? Yeah. You know, um, there's been great research that has, has been done, and, and there, there's, there's certain things that we do when we get into conflict, and I call these things reactions. Right. Um, some of the most harmful ones are when we constantly withdraw. So if I get, you know, into an argument and I just shut down and take off and, and right. just withdraw away, 
um, when I start to belittle my wife, if, if my words get very sarcastic, very demeaning, very belittling, um, that is very, very unhealthy for a relationship because what it does is, is that it makes my wife feel very unsafe. Not, not so much that, oh, is he going to hurt me? I, I mean, emotionally, she just, you know, when, when, when someone's being sarcastic or belittling you, yeah. you just, you don't want to, you, you're not going to continue the conversation. If you I'm know, constantly with, withdrawing, oh, go ahead. Oh, yeah, I was just going to say that a new word that I recently added to my vocabulary that I just heard for the first time a couple of um, years ago was snarky. And snarky, it, I love snarky, it. Snarky, right. Some, somebody said to um, someone I was with, are you being snarky? And I thought, snarky? Where did that come from? <laughs> and it actually made snide remarks, yep. right? Yeah. And you're talking about that. Don't belittle, don't use um, snide remarks, etc. Okay, please continue. Well, be, because I, I and I love like that. the way you talk about on. I love the way you talk about safety. Oh yeah, throughout the it, book. I just love that. Well, and here's why. And so, 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 if I'm constantly withdrawing, yeah. that, that doesn't feel safe to my wife because right. we don't ever work through anything. If I'm being snarky, if I'm being belittling, right. it doesn't feel safe to her. Um, if I'm Another big one is when I constantly escalate. In other words, it's not think of that getting angry, right. uh, just the emotions go real high. Yeah. That doesn't feel safe to someone. They're not going to continue in that conversation. Right. It, the, the, the point is, is that these reactions, what it does is when someone doesn't feel safe, their heart closes to you. Yes. That's the big problem with conflict that's poorly managed right. is that over time, if every time my wife and I try to work through arguments or conflict, whatever you want to call it, and, and we use these negative reactions, it just it keeps shutting our hearts down. One, when my heart is closed, you know, I'm likely to say and to do more things that, right. that are not going to be good for our relationship. It's, it's like those little, you know, those little roly-poly bugs, you know, that uh, you flick and they kind of roll up into a tight ball. Oh. That's what our hearts do in the midst of conflict. Uh-huh. That's... That's why when I teach couples, well, how do you, so if the question is, so how do we manage conflict? That's ultimately the goal is I need to do something. Exactly. Is to get my heart back open. And and if, 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 if we could just remember one thing, it's when I get hurt, when I get mad, when I get frustrated, when we get into this conflict, my heart is going to close that I now am a dangerous person, really. Right. Because nothing good, nothing loving usually comes out of my mouth or my behaviors when my heart is closed. And that's a huge, that was a huge thing that I learned is that, all right, in the midst of these moments, I, I need to do something differently. Because if I just continue to react to her, to Aaron with my heart closed, it's just this never going to work out in so the way that say, I want it to. So you say, yeah, that the reactive, it's like a cycle, right? And the yes. reactive cycle starts yep. with the closed heart, and that's what makes it so dangerous. Yes. Because nothing that's good it. can come from it that way. That's it. Mm. That's, you get it. That's exactly what yeah. happens. And so, you know, if we can just keep that in mind, then then what, what I would say, I tell people the best thing you can do in the midst of a conflict is to call a timeout. 
Just get, get some distance from one another. Just allow your emotions to calm back down. Yes, I have to because, tell you a story about that. I started that. I took oh, good. I love class. stories. Years ago, yes, I love all your stories, too. I hope you tell some of them before we <laughs> leave you. And um, so I just learned in a parenting class about time out, and I got a little timer, and I would <laughs> put them in a room, the children, and turn on that timer. And then I noticed that the timer disappeared from the house. There was no more timer to do. <laughs> buried in the backyard. With. So then I decided it might be best for me to do the timeout. <laughs> So when things escalated, I'd go into my own room and shut the door until I got caught. But timeout well, it, is a good is a good thing. It, it is as long as it's used in, in a way to get your heart back open. So right. if if under the guise of a timeout, you just walk away yeah. and you zone out. You start watching TV. You just ignore everything. You you keep stirred up. Oh. Yeah, that that's not the way no. you use a timeout. A timeout in a healthy way is used to, to get your emotions down, to allow yourself to kind of go, whoa, what was, whew, what was that about? Right. You know, what 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 button got pushed in me? <clears throat> for for me, the one that often gets pushed is I feel like a failure. I've done something wrong. I've made a mistake. Yeah, yeah. And when I feel like a failure, then I usually react by being defensive and trying to argue and debate. And I mean, that's what I do. Yeah. And so if I call a timeout. And, and, and move away from my wife, it, it, it gives me enough moments to say, okay, what do I need to do to get my heart back open? Right. Because once our hearts are open, see, then we're able, we're capable of having good conversations that will lead to resolution. Right. But it's, the problem is most couples, they're, they're, they, they stay engaged with one another with closed hearts, and it just makes things yeah. worse. They escalate, they belittle, they do all those negative things. And then over time, they just learned that it's really not safe at all when we are in an argument to try to work this out. So let's just totally avoid it. And I think that's one of the worst things that can happen to our marriage if we can't work through our problems because of all the benefits we talked about. You know, there's so much we can learn if we go through the doorway of conflict, conflict. In, and in a also way. right learn about yourself and your own personal issues yeah. like how can we use conflict in marriage for our own personal growth right that's that's and that's i mean that that i like how you said that I mean, you're asking a question but that that's the right motive how can i use conflict to, to grow me as a person to to help me be a better spouse and then to eventually benefit our marriage and I always tell people, because, and I'm sure you hear this a lot too, Sandy, that, that, that often we hear the question, well, how do I have a better marriage? I think right. it's one of the worst questions that we can ever ask. Right. Worst question. Yeah. I think a better question is, how can I be a better spouse? Because you see, for, for me to have a great marriage, it takes me and my wife to, to be doing things. I can't control her. But right. it, the right question is, how can I be a better husband? a better spouse, I am totally in control of me. And, and that's why the idea when we're going through conflict, the first thing that I need to do is I need to deal with me as an individual right. and get my heart back open. And, and the try, more I learn... Yeah. yeah try to understand and, and, your spouse better through conflict, right? It's like yeah, a be, window for viewing, as you said before, your spouse's deepest feelings and needs. Absolutely. And, and that's why I say that the formula 
for dealing with conflict is that one, you know, if you take that number one, if you take that time out, the, the, the first place you need to put your attention to is not on your spouse, not on the relationship, uh-huh. whatever the problem is, you put it on you, you deal with you first, you get your heart back open. Then secondly, then you, now you have a chance to come along with your spouse and, and just care for whatever they were going through, whatever buttons got pushed in them. And you just, I love that quote that says, people don't care what you know until they know that you care. Oh, by Teddy Roosevelt, right? And yeah. By the time because, you finish the book, you really have that in your heart, and it is so good. I'm telling you, that that was a life-changing quote yeah. for me because I realized that before I fix the problem, before I can solve anything, my wife, I need to get my heart open so that my wife knows that I care about her. Right. And then the last step, is then to figure out whatever the solution needs to be. But the hard thing, the hard thing for us guys, is I think that we're so geared on, ooh, there's a problem, let me fix it, and oh, we that's miss. Right. Yeah. Say even so, in communication, that women right. just like to talk, 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 and men yep. like to just look at it and solve the problem yeah. so it's over with. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I, and I think the biggest mistake for both men and women. Like to your point, if the if if a woman wants to talk it through, and a man wants to solve it through, right. the, the the piece that we miss though is we've got to deal with us first. Uh-huh. And and so if if you want to change the way conflict goes down in your family today, uh-huh. I'm telling you, you when you call that time out and you go and you deal with you, you you spend some time away, you get your heart back open, then you reengage to care about how your spouse felt, and then you try to solve whatever was going on. And I think if you do it in that order, you're going to have great success. It takes a while, and you'll need to, you know, I mean, this doesn't happen overnight, but, but if you can remember that formula, I tell you what, that can make such a big, huge difference. Right. It's also healthier for us also, isn't it? Reducing tension as the emotions are vented and stress is released. Yeah, say that, I'm sorry, say that one more time. Well, it actually is healthier to have good conflict because yes. by the time you get to the other end, it really reduces tension as the emotions are vented and stress is relieved. Yes, yes, that's yeah. exactly right. It's, it's, uh, I mean, conflict, it, 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 it's, it's like, uh, think, think of a, a, a field to where you want to plant, you know, amazing flowers or crops or whatever you like to imagine. That, that first step of, of taking that, you know, the, you know, the plow and, yeah. and plowing up the, the old crusty dirt, that's conflict. And so now what we've done in our marriage is that, that we've, we've scraped away some, some stuff that needed to be dealt with. And now our relationship is primed to, to plant the right kind of stuff. And yeah. so conflict is not fun. You're not going to enjoy it. I don't like it. I don't want to have conflict with my wife. But I tell you what, if if when it when it happens, I can promise you that I'm going to embrace it, and then know that on the other side, I have confidence that on the other side of that, man, we're going to be closer. I'm going to learn about her. I have an opportunity to love her. Right. You know, there's there's so much. I'm going to learn about me, about our marriage. That's what's so cool. Yeah. And that's why we need to fight our way 
to a better marriage. Yes. That's, that's why we titled it that way. Right. And Dr. Greg, in this last few minutes that we have about maybe three minutes left, so we're going to close, but I asked if you'd please tell one of your stories, and the one I would love to hear directly from you is that story about the time you were doing the marriage seminar, and your wife picked something out of the hat. Remember you were oh. discussing who's going <laughs> to yeah. have that room, Taylor yeah. or the, your son. Would you tell oh, us that boy. story, please? Yeah, because it just illustrates my wife has this amazing sense of humor and she's always messing with me. Yeah. We basically got in a big argument over the the, 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 the she was pregnant with our, our son and, and we were trying to, we built out a new room so that everybody could have their own space and so the the argument happened was who was going to go into that room. She wanted our son, and I wanted our oldest daughter because I thought she would enjoy it. The baby, what does he carry? And put him in the right. closet. You know, what right. do you care? Right. And so we we ironically were scheduled to do a seminar that weekend simply on how couples make decisions. And so it's so funny here we couldn't decide this. Right. And and so as we were driving down to this seminar location. Uh, what we did is that we would write down recent arguments, decision things, and right. put them in a hat so we could act one out. And so she said, why don't we put this new bedroom thing out? No. Right. You know, we haven't solved it. Don't, no, don't write that down. Right. She, I thought she promised me she didn't do it. So up in front of all these people, we took the hat and someone chose a conflict for us to talk about. And what do you guess? Imagine, you know, the person reads and they say, the new bedroom conflict. And I went, what? And I looked at my wife like, what? That's not supposed to be in there. And and the thing that was so funny is she stepped up and she said, you know what? Greg didn't want me to put this in there, but I think that we shouldn't be teaching you something that we can't use ourselves. And I was like, blasted. That's a good point. But the, the part that illustrates my wife's amazing sense of humor is that what do you think was written on every single sheet of paper? <laughs> the new bedroom conflict. So uh, apparently we were destined to talk about this issue. And uh, and actually, and that's a great example that, that here we are in sort of this power struggle conflict. Right. But then, you know, we had a little distance. And then once we really started to, so once our hearts were open and really started to talk about which, you know, why I wanted Taylor, why she wanted Garrison, right. it, it all finally made sense. Yeah. And, uh, and it just showed you that, that, that on the other side of that, well, I learned new things about my wife. Right. And, uh, I learned that she has a very evil <laughs> She's full of humor, which keeps you in a good place. Anyway, it's been a joy speaking with you today, Dr. Greg. And oh, my we pleasure. highly recommend Fight Your Way to a Better Marriage, How Healthy Conflict Can Take You to Deeper Levels of Intimacy. So for now, we will say goodbye and God bless. <laughs> Well, thank you so much. It's what an honor it is to do this with you. And, oh, and I just love your sweet uh, spirit. So oh, thank you. thank you, Dr. Craig. Thank you. Bless you. Bye for now. Bye-bye.
For more resources from Dr. Smalley, you can go to his website at smalleymarriage.com or focusonthefamily.com. You can also email Sandy and I at lovesavers1 at aol.com. Our website is www.lovesaversministry.com and we're available to conduct a Love Savers marriage seminar at your church and also available to pray for your marriage. Just email us at lovesavers1 at aol.com. Or you could even call us at 917-804-5034. So I think at the moment now, Sandy, we just want to lift up those marriages, the listeners of Faith FM, and just pray for them and believe that God will touch them with his power, and not by might, not by power, but by the Spirit. And so we believe that God can heal marriage. We believe that God can strengthen marriage. So, Lord God, we just thank you for today. Yes, Lord. We thank you for every marriage that is listening to this broadcast, every wife, every husband, Lord. And we thank you, Lord, for your power to restore, your power to heal. And we just ask you to come right now, Lord, and just pour out your power upon every marriage, Lord. And open their hearts toward one another, dear Lord God, as only you can with your blessed grace. We thank you for that, Lord. And what Sandy and I have found out is we pray every day and we ask the Lord to strengthen us and to give us greater grace to to do what God has expects us to do as a couple and so we can bring joy to the heart of God. And so I'm just going to ask Sandy for the marriage manner for today. Today's marriage manner is from Proverbs. A gentle answer stirs away wrath. So remember when you fight your way to a better marriage to speak softly. A gentle answer stirs away wrath. What's on for next week, Sam? Next week we're going to interview Dr. Tim Kimmel with Dorsey Kimmel, Grace-Filled Marriage, The Missing Piece, The Place to Start. Whether your marriage is just beginning, seems healthy, or is struggling on life support, a deeper understanding of the power of grace will help it not just survive, but thrive. Amen. Thank you. Thanks for listening. See you next week. Goodbye and God bless. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.